0: Hello, and welcome to episode six of Thoughts While Cleaning. Um, I really am not in the mood to do this today. I don't know why. Just I'm really facing a lot of resistance. And then I realized that I didn't want to do it so much that I found myself just kind of reading people's thoughts on Knives Out on Reddit. And I was like, I should either decide I'm not going to do, do it tonight or stop doing this particular thing, because it's not very useful. Also, I was going to get upset because, like, who doesn't like Knives Out? What the fuck is wrong with you? But people, some people really don't like it. Or it's not even that they really don't like it. I think that's, that they don't like how much hype it gets. But anyway, um, I'm just kind of going to do random little cleaning up things. It's getting, it's pretty messy today. It just seems like a lot of things have been sort of misplaced. So I'm gonna be just kind of putting things away, randomly. Uh, Our bins are working out. Unfortunately, the smell, it's kind of back. I think it's coming from the sink pretty much. Still, I'm trying to, just get rid of all the weird smells in this apartment but like I said in the first one smells just kind of follow me I can't seem to escape the smells there's like a bunch of masks lying around all over the place and just all sorts of things that should be put away um I'm really looking forward to watching grand designs tonight I haven't watched it in a couple days, and it's kind of my favorite, like, just zonk out type of show. I don't have too much else to say. I have, maybe that's why I didn't really want to do this podcast, I just don't really feel like talking right now. But I guess, you know, it's not out of the question that I can just kind of be silent while I'm cleaning. So our thoughts while cleaning and if i am not thinking of anything maybe i don't have to say anything let's see if i can clean and not think of anything that doesn't seem very likely i'm already thinking about my car i was painting a little patch on my car today because i don't want it to get rusty and one of my neighbors looked at me and people here I think I've mentioned it. Are very nosy. I'm just like kind of worried she's gonna like tell management that I'm working on my car in the parking lot because we're not allowed to do that technically. But it literally like it was like five minutes. I just, I mean, actually I've been like working on it a little bit every single day for a little bit, like going in, doing a little bit of sanding with very fine grit sandpaper, and then letting it sit, and then I go and wash it off a little bit, just doing things in very small chunks of time so no one can really say anything. I'm sure no one's noticed. Man, it would be such a bitch move if she said something. She's probably in a bad mood because she's a Trump supporter and... Oh wait, no, she'd be in a good mood today because they just stormed the Capitol. I was thinking she was ashamed, and then I was like, "Oh no, she's a Trump supporter, so that's not that's not an emotion she's really familiar with. Um yeah, not much else to say about that. Oh, micro pack enhanced p e sheets. Huh, I wonder what this is. Oh, so one thing I guess I should mention, so I've been doing this a couple of days, but it's kind of cool. Because I decided every day, I mean, of course, like I do things for people in general, but like I decided every single day I'm going to give a gift to somebody or like, you know, do, do something nice for somebody. I mean, I, I do nice things all the time. I mean, like a conscious decision. Like I'm going to give you this, being generous in some way. And uh, yesterday I put out some free bubble wrap. And I mean like two huge trash bags of bubble wrap. And then um, (gasps) today I um, went and gave this random person online feedback about their script. So hopefully that's helpful. I'll be perfectly honest, the script was a little bit. It was well written. I just don't know. I don't know what was really going on in it. It just was kind of like people like. I don't know. It was about it was supposed to be about a witch, I guess, but or some kind of something supernatural. But the characters were so bland, and I don't didn't understand. I don't know. I just didn't didn't know what was up. I guess you could say wasn't very interesting but you know i picked out that one and i was like i'm gonna give feedback on this and i'm just you know i didn't say anything mean but i just kind of listed things that i didn't really know what what was going on it was also written like really in a very confusing way so a lot of times i didn't i just had no idea what was actually happening Oh, and I don't know if I talked about this yesterday, but I finished reading this script uh, on the blacklist called Emergency. Boy, it was really, it was really cool. Uh, I liked it for the most part, except there's, there was one thing I didn't like. There was kind of like, I don't know, there definitely was like a little bit of a undertone of like kind of dismissing rape. A little bit and it was like hmm that's really a thing that happens and it's not really i don't know that was like the one thing i didn't like about it but <clears throat> it's like oh yeah that really happened so it's a pretty legit fear and you shouldn't shame this character for being worried that her little sister's gonna get raped when she's passed out drunk somewhere and that she's getting in a car with a bunch of men I would call the cops, I can tell you that. I'd be really worried. She's a minor, too. I don't know. Because that that kind of, like, just rubbed me the wrong way. Out of, like, a, a really good script. I just hope they... It's really good. I hope they rework that a little bit. To not, like, shame that character that's worried so much. I mean, really, like, if you... We're at a party and your sister's in high school and she passed out dead drunk and then you saw her getting in a car with a bunch of men, like, you'd probably call the police, right? No reason to shame the girl for doing so. <sighs> Maybe they'll just kind of fix that. It's kind of like that weird thing, like race relations versus like, women's things. Like, which kind of overrides the other. Maybe we can just have both. Why not? Maybe everyone can, everyone can be happy. Hmm. I guess I kind of ran out of things to say. Man, I am like, I thought maybe if I started doing this, I would somehow start to be in the mood to do it but I am not in the mood to do it in fact I'm almost like should I just sit here in silence for the next 10 minutes or whatever almost like in protest I mean I guess I'm thinking I'm like John Cage or something some kind of like (laughs) genius like I want to make a podcast 15 minute long podcast it's just me sitting there for 15 minutes. <laughs> Aren't I a genius. <coughs> yeah, it was a genius when someone did it for the first time. Also, it doesn't matter, like, if you do the same thing as John Cage. Because you don't matter. Like, the reason it was brilliant when John Cage did it was because people cared about him. If you're just some nobody and you write a song called 433 and then you get up and... Stand there in silence for 4 minutes and 33 seconds. No one's going to care. Because no one cares about you. You're not taking a risk. And it's already been done by John Cage. So, sorry. That's what like a lot of people don't understand about art. Like, oh, well, I could have taken that. And I mean, one thing I will say that I do not like about Andy Warhol that I really don't appreciate about him is he really commodified art. And he really turned artists into celebrities. And I don't appreciate that, because I am not a celebrity. I'm not cool. I'm not into drugs. I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm a nerd, but I am not a cool person, and I don't appreciate that Andy Warhol came along and tried to make artists cool, when we're just who we are. Like, we don't need to be beautiful. We don't need to be enigmatic. We can just be like into working out and writing and be cool in our own way or be people that our moms really like. You know, that's me. I'm not like, I'm not out there like partying or something. In fact, I think, I don't know if it's the coronavirus or what, but like the idea of going back to a life where I'm going to parties and stuff is just like, oh God, how did I even do that? I mean, I I do wish I could see people a little bit more than I do, but the idea of going back to being as social as I was before the pandemic is just like, like, I'm just really, I really don't want to. I don't. And maybe this is kind of the beginning of my older adulthood. Because before this, I mean, I'm 36, so I'm not, like, old, old. But, you know, I was living in New York City, and I was doing stand-up comedy every night. And I was, I went to parties, and, you know, I did this and that. And I was like a New Yorker. Like, I was going out and stuff. And... My desire to do that now is basically zero. And sure, I'm sure that the coronavirus was a catalyst, but... Oh, shoot. I don't remember. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that was a catalyst. No. I don't know. I just don't. I don't feel like it anymore. I don't know how I used to stand it doing things all the time. I just, I have my friend, I have like some friends and I like seeing them, but then like, I don't really wanna go to a party. I don't wanna do stuff like that anymore. It feels like sad, like when I realized that it felt almost like a loss. Like I was becoming the person I swore I would never be. Oh, I'm always gonna wanna like do these kinds of things and there was like a brief period of time where I was like, oh boy, I really miss, you know, cause I still talk to all my friends on the phone and stuff. And I was like, I really miss random interactions I used to have. Cause I have this whole group of random friends. So they're not like really close enough where I call them or I'm gonna like reach out and see how they're doing. They just were like acquaintances, like people I knew from work and stuff. And we would do karaoke together. I don't have random friends anymore. I just have my friends, like my real friends. And I don't have, you know, the people that are like, they're kind of jerks, but you kind of like them. Like your poker buddies. I don't like necessarily do poker anymore. In fact, I haven't in years. But they're the people like, you wouldn't trust them. You don't trust them. You don't trust them with your life. You just have fun with them. Like, you know that if you do something stupid, they're going to talk about you behind your back. And maybe that's part of the fun. It's like, I know these people will stab me in the back. But I have, like, really good friends that aren't these people. So I don't really care. Like, they can stab me in the back. I'm just here to have some fun. It's like when you have, like... It's like you're dabbling... I'm like, I'm just dabbling in this friend group. I'm not, like, really invested. And boy, did those people talk about me behind my back. Huh. That's part of the fun, though. Like, I know my real friends would never do that. If my friends ever were in a my real friends were ever in a situation where they thought I was doing something foolish or stupid, they would talk to me pretty seriously about it they wouldn't just be like, hey, hey, look at her. She thinks she's going to move to L.A. and be a filmmaker. Ooh, so stupid. How delusional is she? I was thinking today about this film that I worked on, my feature, and it took me like, it was like almost like I was in denial or something of it at the time, but I was working with these actors and one of the actors, I was like, does he have like a mental like block or something with this? Like he takes my script and he won't take direction and he writes on my script and adds in lines and I have to constantly work around him and just like, he's not doing it anymore. Like what happened? And like, I don't, that was years ago. And then like, I think a few months ago I was like, oh, he like really didn't respect me. I think a big part of it was, and it's funny that I didn't recognize this cause I'm usually good at it. I'm sure a part of it was just being self-protecting. Like, he just was sexist. Like he didn't take what I was saying seriously cause I was a woman, he was a man. And it like, it just dawned on me recently. I was like, oh, like I didn't have his trust. Not because I wasn't good, because I was a woman. And it was almost like that information was kept from me. It was like my brain on one par- in one part of me knew, and then the part of me, the br- my brain that knew was like, we're just gonna keep that information confidential for now. Because if you like really recognize that, you're gonna get really upset and mad, and then you're gonna sabotage yourself. So let's just let you be kind of confused and be like, I don't understand. He's not doing what I'm telling him to do, even though he was really good in the audition. He's not listening to anything I say. Weird. That must be some kind of like weird thing that's happening. Huh, so strange. All right, now I feel like I don't have that much to clean up and I have nothing to say I'm so tired of... I'm not tired, tired. Wait, has it really been 17 minutes? Wow. Oh, I went way over time. And here I was thinking there was like five minutes left. Left. Okay, well that's it for episode six. Have a great night.